Back to Rotate with Conscious. Shout out to DW for making the beat. Uh, At DW made that on all social. We've been asked to talk about Nick Cannon. So yeah. So we just had to hop on here casual and let <laughs> you know talk about what's Nick. really going on. Yeah. So what did Nick Cannon say? All right. Nick Cannon, like everybody in the world, has a yeah. podcast. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. uh, he and an ex public enemy member, Professor Griff, I want to say his name is. Exactly. Maybe. Discussing our current uh, episode of America yeah. that we're in, uh, Racial Reckoning, and to get to the real, the, pro, the, the meat of the issue, which is, in all honesty, the, uh, the the white populace and their inability to reckon, reckon with race. Yes. And Nick attributes it to the prehistorical idea of the origins of man, and how if the origin of man is in Africa, and, uh, you know, man descends across the earth mm -hmm. and there's different you know branches of humanity that one would divide into race and the white race was in the cold they were without melanin they were rejected <laughs> and they fled to the caves cavemen neanderthals not us but them yeah and uh yeah basically it led them to be cold and callous and and, and, and uh savage yeah. and more animalistic by his own words yeah so the people that don't have it have are are a little, and I'm, I'm gonna say this carefully, <laughs> are a little less. In the June 30th episode of his podcast, Cannon speaking to former public enemy member Professor Griff. The only way that they can act is evil. The only way they can, they, they have to rob, steal, rape, kill, and fight or flight okay. in, or, in order to survive. Exactly. So then these people who didn't have what we had, and when I say we, I speak of the mm -hmm. melanated people, right? They had to be savages. The 39-year-old host facing criticism for his comments also accused of perpetuating an anti-Semitic conspiracy theory. The Rothschild, centralized banking, the bloodlines that control everything even outside of America. Which is complete horseshit. Uh, you know, let's, let's say, keep it real. There's no reason to mince words. Um, he's, a, he's a historical scholar, so let's, let's break down why, you know, okay. real quick. That's, One thing. Yeah. This is attractive because... It is prehistory, which you do not learn in school because why? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, the real stuff that you learn happened a couple hundred years ago. That, I mean, for your life, that's going to impact you, right? And, uh, I mean, history is altogether important, but mm -hmm. I don't too much care about prehistory either. And that's because it's pre, like, we don't, like, we know there's fossils mm -hmm. and we can, there are people who study it for sure, anthropologists and all that. But we don't, like, know. And what we do know for sure is that race isn't real. And so all theory about the man coming from this place and looking like this and they branched out and were rejected because of this. Like there's spiritualities that remain on that for sure. All kind of religion mm. about creation. And there's all kind of, you know, uh, Hitler theorized about the Germanod and the Aryan race and black people theorized about some people and ice people, yeah. right? And I compare those two, and it may be hurtful. And again, if it's a spirituality thing, I get it. Like, God creates these people. Those are his chosen people. And however you dice that out is you. But when the, the second people, the separate from God's chosen people or from the first people created, mm -hmm. whatever, become second class, animalistic, savage, lesser than, then you're just dealing with ethnocentrism, racism bigotry right and that's why Nick Cannon uh, among also insulting Jewish uh, Jewish people lost his show yeah on, uh, on MTV yeah so and I think I think one part of, part of it is that um, 
like Christians, you know, um, and I, you know, I used to wear Christians lightly because you own slaves, you wasn't a man of God. But Christians talked about uh, uh, Noah's descendants and how they mm-hmm. went to different mm-hmm. parts of the world, and because Ham saw Noah, uh, Noah naked, yeah. you know, they got to be cursed uh, sons of Ham. yeah, cursed sons of Ham, and then his other sons got to con- you know uh, control them, right? Or Cain having the mark of uh, uh, the mark of God's wrath and all that type of stuff, right? All of that again is not in the Bible. So like, Cain, Ham is in the Bible, but afterwards, Ham just begot such and such, and his brother begot such and such. None of that uh, race stuff is in there. Also, every different religion has a flood, a flood, and a cursed people or people yeah. who were rejected. If you have a creation story, yeah. a creation myth, then. You know, there are those who are righteous and those who are unrighteous. And for whatever purpose that story serves, believe your religion. Do you know, be good, yeah. be righteous, try to aspire to something better. But once you cross over to bigotry, it's a different story. Yeah, and so and I don't I know people I understand I understand black people's um, aversion to hearing black people call racist, right? So mm-hmm. like whenever people start saying that whatever well, Nick Kennedy say was racist Many of us, you know, like, well, black people can't be racist, right? And that's why we use the word bigotry. Ethnocentrism. Uh, Ethnocentrism, right. Yeah. Um, because um, it's not system, it's not racism, the fact that it's building a system, right? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if you want to say black people can't be racist, like, I can rock with you on that, yeah. but you're still, like, every human being. Yeah. Uh, you know, you could be Chinese, or you could be Malaysian, or you could be uh, South American, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And still hate people, and they do, by the way. All these yeah. groups of people have somebody... Uh, that would be like we're not them over there we're not dirty and animalistic and savage yeah and so once you start doing that you're doing exactly what like you're 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 hurt people hurt people I get it so if you're abused you're likely to be an abuser in any context but like we better than that yeah. <laughs> let's let's not do what white people have literally done to us and just turn it around that doesn't help anything yeah so the Jews the the, the, the tropes he made about Jewish people mm-hmm. right yeah so you talk about um the Rothschilds and banking, right? Yes. And by the way, Rothschilds can be Jews and they can be rich. And yeah. They are. <laughs> so you gotta admit the facts. That's true. Let's break down really um, why what he said was was, was anti-Semitic. Um, okay. Like I said, I mentioned Hitler earlier. Yes. Which is in debate, like a notorious thing. I joke about it all the time because you bring up the most extreme example. I would not say that Nick Cannon is as bad as, yeah. but he's trapping it in the same type of rhetoric. Yes. And that is why it's dangerous. Yeah. Um, so when you say uh, the Jews, the Jews are doing anything, like this group at large mm-hmm. is doing anything, that's the same kind of stereotyping that leads to a super predator. They are not just gangs of kids anymore. They are often the kinds of kids that are called super predators. No conscience, no empathy. Or hip hop is bad, yeah. or they're welfare queens. And those thugs, yeah. you know, yeah, all these things come together mm-hmm. and create a larger narrative where when you say black lives matter, okay, so you're just trying to justify X mm-hmm. and I don't believe you. And you know, Jews are in a different situation, Jewish population are doing far better than black people, right? Yes. So we're not necessarily shooting down, but one has to understand their offense and, and how they're freaking out when it's like I've seen this before I've seen this episode yeah. <laughs> yo I know how this all ends mm-hmm. stop calling me that like some of us have power for sure and like you know same thing about white people white people are historically the president there's a lot of white men mm-hmm. right uh, Asians be killing it in the maths and sciences look at MIT look at Yale uh, look at Stanford like 
that got the students, UC Berkeley, they be there. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's cool, you know. Back basketball, black people, we do our thing. Mm-hmm. Different people do different things, culture, whatever, place in the world, who cares? But when you start making it them to blame, mm-hmm. and then it's a conspiracy theory, I mean, I hate to keep, but that's, we've seen it before. Yeah. That's that's what leads to fascism. And so, like, the banking situation, of uh, Jewish people got into banking uh, because they weren't allowed to do other things. So they got into banking. Um, Hollywood, uh, because they weren't allowed to do other... Uh, Hollywood used to be dirty, wild, wild west. Yeah. Espion was not respected or a yeah. celebrity. Um, so therefore, they uh, it was something that we now respect. Right. But at first, it was not that, you know. And it's, kind of, it's, it's like music. It's like hip-hop. Like, like all of, we have black people have dominated you know American mm-hmm. music we've invented American music and at first it was looked down upon and now we've made it into something respectable we're still working on that respect part but it's not a dissimilar story now we've cut off from the capital end because we don't have the skin tone whereas Jewish Americans do mm-hmm. but you know that that's the story of and that goes back to race not being real because yes. there was a time before the, the 50s and 60s well actually before this I was really the 70s when um Jewish people, Italian people, Irish people weren't white people. Yes, right? uh, they were an, another, an other, right? They were told. Another, and yes. if you look at any nineteenth um, uh, century uh, political cartoons mm-hmm. before fifteen sixty, uh, fifteen and sixties uh, <laughs> decades, yeah, you'll see them talk about how uh, uh, Italians need to assimilate. Uh, Irish people need to stop uh, fighting and, and, and yeah. drinking, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, how, Cut off that Catholic nonsense because yeah. y'all have a king, and we don't do that in America. Yeah, so. There's always been a, a goal for them to become uh, what, more white, basically. Yeah. And that's but because, then yeah. social attitudes change, and mm-hmm. we need more white people so y'all can join the club. Yeah. Um, and so I, that's why race not being real is, is crucial. And crucial to understanding, right? So this is why Nick Cannon lost his job, because uh, it is uh, it, there are consequences for when you say things the end of business saying, right? And I understand black people's um, want for there to be more consequences when white people say things against Absolutely. black people, right? So That's why we drag people. Yeah, so when Megyn Kelly starts talking about how blackface isn't really an issue, right? And then she can find another job, we have a problem with that, right? Yes. But she did get fired. Yeah, uh, she got fired from there, but, you know. She got fired from one network, and another network hired her. Yeah. But, you know, we, yeah. <laughs> we tried. We tried a little yeah. bit. <laughs> Um, in NBA, when Donald Sterling said the things he said, he got removed Clippers from his, was, yeah. Yeah, his ownership, right? Um, and I, I was, I understand the feeling of like Nick Cannon was gone in a day. It took months to get Donald Sterling to Absolutely. release his ownership of a team, right? Yeah. Um, if tomorrow Michael Jordan says some wild stuff about uh, any race of people, kick him out the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he kicked out the Hall of Fame. He's no longer going to go. He went no longer on the the the, the, the Charlotte Hornets. Hornets, right? So. I understand a feeling of consequences not being swift enough, right? Yeah. And so this now we can get to the black people's response, right? Because yeah. one feeling was that he was being puppet. There was like a puppeteering going on, right? Yes. And that falls again onto that uh, fascism. Uh, Let's go part. real quick on chronologically. Yeah. First, there was a lot of black people going to bat for him. Biggest being Diddy, as mm-hmm. in you know Sean Combs. Yes. <laughs> and he was like, you know, he has Revolt TV, his independent media thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, you know, we're gonna figure something out. We're gonna keep wilding out, popping. Which mm-hmm. it's funny. So yeah, yeah, keep on going, doing wilding out. I like yeah. it. But um, he gets platforms to like former Vine artists, former. Uh, yeah, no, it's like yeah. he's put on a lot of comedians. It's really great. Yeah. So uh, and Nick, Nick Cannon's a nice guy. <laughs> like he, he just made a mistake. And so a lot of black people said, oh, he's got a difference of opinion, and y'all trying to shut him down. That's not American First Amendment. We've seen mm-hmm. this before. Yeah. 
But Nick Cannon, unlike the majority of people who said either you're right for quoting Farrakhan and all mm-hmm. this anti-Semitic stuff, a lot of people said, you know, it's a difference in opinion. I'm, I'm uh, undecided on it. I just don't want you to punish him so severely. Nick Cannon took the constructive view and said, okay, let me talk to some people. Let me try to fix this because I have just lost a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, in reflecting, now, I don't know how genuine this is, but I trust it's genuine. He seems to be a pretty upfront guy. Um, apologize and say, look, I did not mean to offend. I have hurt people's feelings. I still feel the way I do about black people, but... I should not be speaking down on other people, Mm -hmm. which is all we are here to say. But then there's another response from the black community after he says that. And their response is a rejection of the apology, right? So a feeling that for him to apologize was to um, be, I really, to be honest, I'm I'm searching for words because I don't really understand what in God's name was that response because it felt like a rejection of the apology because it felt like he he should have said it with his chest and he should have stuck by it, right? Yeah, he should have just let his whole financial ship sink. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, that doesn't make any sense because what he said was wrong. But, and this is what goes back to, if you want to believe what he said was correct, mm-hmm. right, then um, then with him apologizing feels, you know, uh, uh, like a mischaracteristic, right? He's, um, uh, what is it? He's abdicating. What does yeah. he call it in a... Uh... When they, uh, apost- apostasy. Apostasy, yeah, apostasy. He's an apostate. Yeah, yeah so he's, he's, he's denied that Jesus is is Lord. Yeah. Uh, in, in certain people's minds. Yeah. And so, what is this apathy? So, so what is this apathy that black people feel? Yeah. Um, and I get it, right? Yeah. So, like, if white, if a, if a group, any group, continues to oppress, and white people is like a whole new thing on the historical scene. Like, yeah. the whole world domination thing, and then, like, the whole the psychological and social engineering of it and perpetuating it to this day but acting like you're not mm-hmm. it's all a tr- it's a head trip and so there's a lot of casualties of that literal bodies and then like mental well-being mm-hmm. and financial well-being but as Cornel West says uh, often we are black people Afro-Americans are marked by a love that is equally unprecedented because we Love our country in action. I don't say you have to be a patriot or a nationalist mm-hmm. or anything like that. But um, uh, we, we, we show ridiculous love for our community, for each other, for people of other ethnicities by and large. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think, honestly, all those internet commenters, like I said, a lot of them are just in between. They don't really care. Yes. Because black people do not commit hate crimes. <laughs> like, we are just the nicest people despite having some of the worst treatment on the planet. Right. Um, and this episode, this what is what we're discussing, is uncharacteristic of that larger arc. Now, a lot of people would have us depart from that, but it doesn't. Like what has served us the most, what has always helped us, is being stern and standing up to power. Shout out John Lewis, rest in peace. Mm. Uh, but not taking the white man's BS, right? He he worked with King. It was always about non or consistently about nonviolence, uh, about uh, making peace and reconciliation. But at the same time, not accepting being treated as lesser. Even our more radical leaders, Huey P. Newton, right, was directly against black nationalism, but was definitely for radical change. And you can do that. Like, everything doesn't have to be predicated on race. Have your identity, be Afro-American, be black, but to make this weird, invented structure where people of this color and that color, and despite race mixing or despite regional differences where Africans aren't, you know, there's a bunch of reasons why race doesn't work. And just let that go. (laughs) Like, I want America to change and be better. But I don't have to put down 
white people. They had done horrible, horrible things. But if we were to continue the arc that we're on, where we're making lives better for us and, and others, we can't like detour towards being something else. Yeah, and so kind of close, close, close down the argumentation. Right? I think one of the things is that um, if for so, you know, there's a shame that comes with um, learning about slavery. Yeah. Right? So like, it's not a fun story. <laughs> I remember, you know, um, and being in school, right. Mm-hmm. And then we start talking about slavery, and then everybody white in school wants to look back and be like, "Was that you? Was that you?" <laughs> Tony, do you have a? Can you speak <laughs> on this experience? <laughs> yeah, and it's like a deep kind of like kind of a feeling that comes with shame with it. Yeah, you know, and of course I was like 10, 11, so like you know, I wasn't a racial scholar, so I didn't like know how to deal with it. But I was just like, Not everybody who's like yeah. black can speak on it. It's very yeah. complicated. So, um, and I think with that comes a feeling of like. Maybe I want it to be true that we are filled with like you know a some divine or, some something divine. that everybody else doesn't have. Yeah, um, because that just makes life easier to yeah. believe that, right? And I've been kicked so long; it's like so I gotta turn this around somewhere. Yeah, and <laughs> so I understand the 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 honey honey in that that yes. message, right? I understand yeah. that. It's right? sweet. It's a, but uh, it isn't true, and it not being true isn't a bad thing. Right, so like, um, if race if race isn't real mm-hmm. and like we're all the same, then it makes it a much easier thing to attack it. Yes, because you know that it isn't a structure that still exists in the first place, right? So, um, also I understand the honest and the feeling of like, um, the, the guy that said white lives don't matter, right? Hey, what up, Philly? I don't got no family out there, but I Shepherd, love y'all, hypocrites. black people. Okay, white people is hypocrites. Okay. They're barbaric. Okay. You said kill all white people. You really feel no, that No, I didn't. I said white lives don't matter. See, oh, white, see, white. Okay. That, that's okay, your white. Understand. That's okay, your okay. white. What they call it? Well, uh, do you really yellow journalism? Do you really, but this is lies. Let me ask you this. this do you really believe that white lives don't matter? Of course. I'm not a liar. Like you. You just lied. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, the video. You know, the video, right? So, like, it's a feeling of, like, you know, I'm so tired of the BS. And, like, at this point, I don't care what Nick Cannon said because, you know, F those people over there in the first place. It's been so long with the same stuff over and over again. Now you want me to care about them. I don't have the time for it. Run the place in my heart for it. And I understand that. I understand that feeling. But I think we have to overcome those urges. Knee-jerk urges to feel consumed by that, right? And I think there's a place in the movement for us to um, talk about it. You know, be real about it. And be angry. Be angry, right? That's right, yeah. Uh, but be righteous in that anger, right? Yeah. And, and be angry at people. Yeah. And not... Up, like be angry at persons, individuals, because there's so many evil people. There's a lot of evil people. Yeah. But the white, the white American, as a people, are not, dare I say, are not evil, <laughs> right? Like Europeans are not coming out the womb with tails and devil horns. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But if you're mad at Mitch McConnell, that's okay. Mad. Yeah, be mad at Mitch McConnell, right? Yeah. Um, and that's really like this really kind of what it kind of boils down to, right? So like, be mad at the personal individuals, but not at the uh, the people as a whole. Um, going forward, I think at some point we're gonna have to talk about uh, what is anti-Semitism, where where the stuff they came was talking about comes from, because hmm. there's a certain minister hmm. who's been talking about the same stuff over and over again. There's a few ministers, in yeah. Fact. <laughs> and at some point we're gonna get into that, but you know, not right now. Before we get into that, I just think there is a, there's a group of people out there who pulling out these tropes all over again and consistently uh, consistently yeah and that's one of the problems that they continue to be listened to 
and they should be just decredited as a whole. So be mad, but don't let it lead you to, to bigotry. Yeah. And then let that anger, that righteous anger, lead you to, to, to do what we have been doing. Black people have been doing this for a long time and, and push ourselves as a group, our communities, neighbors, love each other, which we do. We love each other very aggressively mm-hmm. and I love it. You know what I'm saying? We black, 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 black kings and queens. Keep with it. But that, just because you're a king and a queen, that doesn't have to make anyone else a peasant. Right. right. All right, so this is uh, Rotated Conscious. I'm Antonius Brown. Irvin Bryant. This is the uh, Kind of Woke Podcast. We'll see you guys next week. Do it, do it, do it. Mm-hmm.